0: Are we breaking are we breaking ground or are we navigating in the water?
1: We broke ground and there's water under there.
2: <laughs> I got a story to tell, you got a story to tell. Let's try them on facades, let them go where they will. Whether serious, silly, embarrassing, mind-blowing. Somebody else's shoes might show your way you're going wide open pick a topic any topic nothing's too mundane no such thing as myopic i promise you've got a story to tell
1: and if you're so inclined to share why keep it to yourself i want to talk about a little miracle called friends kids namely Margot and Nora. we were more than lucky lucky to spend our summer in gardner maine on oakland's farm and luckily, Phil and Catherine lived all of 10 minutes away and opened th- their home to us constantly. This was my first time meeting their children, and I was nervous. Would they like me? Would we have things to talk about? Does Nora talk? She's only eight months. After a shy half hour, we were singing songs and playing with kinetic sand. And the wonder of meeting a human that is being raised by your friends that turns into an extension of your friends while being mixed together was one of the highlights. Of our summer. Let's try this and try that and try this and uh, then try that and try this and try that and uh, ooh, incidentally, conversation readily let us revel in all the pedestrian efforts. Join us, we call out our minds and share some common thoughts with Jim and film. Of course, whether silly or important, come on, it's fine to open up your mind, relax, because it's time to try this on for size
2: well welcome back to try this on for size we are breaking tons of ground today uh it's episode 80 jim is here hi, jim.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: hi. and we have repeat guests two guests on at the same time it's a guest matchup uh we've got thomas and meg here uh after <laughs> meg's wonderful story here. yes are they gonna fight? What's the matchup? Yeah, celebrity death match. No, I meant mashup. And then I said mashup. Um, and then yeah, so I got I got excited.
0: Your competitive nature took over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're also excited to say Thomas has uh, entered the three timers club, so you'll be getting your smoking jacket wow. soon. Yay! You're here,
0: you're here,
3: you're here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, so just how's everybody
3: doing? Where's everybody at? Doing well. Doing well. Sad leaving Maine. Like, big, Mm -hmm. big sad. The drive home was pretty uneventful. Mm -hmm. Just reflecting on the time we had in the summer. And then, luckily, like, where we are in Long Island, we live with my in-laws. Super easy living. Like, Mm -hmm. super, super easy. We went to the beach the last two days. Been reading. And then we're going to Italy on Monday. So we've had something else to look forward to. And so... tomorrow. Yes, literally tomorrow. You're going tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so
0: uh, auspicious. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Have so much fun.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be good. It'll be good. Megan's never been to Southern Italy. No. And this is kind
1: of it's a family trip too because that's that's where Thomas's um, paternal grandparents are from. So they're second cousins, and his whole family will be there, and it's gonna be we're, we're actually gonna be able to stay in the same place for a long period of time. Which I'm really excited about as well.
0: Yeah, be good. How long are you going to be there? Like ten days.
3: Ten days, a little less than ten days. You My do?
0: younger sister's going to be in Italy soon, but I don't know when she's going. Oh. She's. I wish she wasn't going. I mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for that. There's some tea that isn't germane to the scope sure. of this podcast, mm, but <laughs> yeah, let's um... keep it within scope, Jim. Come
2: on, <laughs> <laughs> Jim. Where are you? At? How are you doing?
0: I am um in san francisco and i'm a little tired because i was just celebrating a close friend um i don't know if he's been on the pod though
2: hmm. has he
0: <laughs> it's evan campbell oh. um, yeah we might yeah we should get him on he's got some takes has he um, got some good takes i i think well I, megan knows him better he's had one or two <laughs> i'd love to hear his take on the word lit <laughs> wow wow all the way back um no, I, I just got back from Sweet Evan's bachelor party, um, which was just up north. It was very fun and nice to spend time with the male identifying folks in his life. Um, so, and there was a little debauchery and everyone made it back in one piece, I think almost. Um, so I'm doing great, but I'm a little tired. But you look great. I'm great. It's, it's tired because of good things, which is always it's, like you can't really be tired about. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm also not in Maine, but don't worry, Maine, I didn't leave. Um, I'm <laughs> I was just waiting for Jim's reaction on that. Uh, I'm in East Hampton, Massachusetts, uh, visiting my mother-in-law. Um, it is daycare shutdown week, so we figured we'd get some extra help. Um, mm-hmm. And we hadn't visited her this summer, so we were kind of looking for our spot. So we drove out today in the morning. Um Had an eventful. They're painting the trim on our house. And uh, we're literally about to leave. And the poor guy like almost comes through our window. Like the ladder slipped. This is in our kitchen window. The ladder slipped and it broke through the glass. And glass (gasps) goes like shattering all over our kitchen floor. Oh, geez. And Nora's just there like, just (laughs) just stared at it blankly. No one was cut. The guy was okay. I think he I think he uh sprained his ankle. Um Oof. but uh yeah, it was very eventful. So that was like the rest of the day it was like a come down from from that. Um Damn. I was glad it was I was glad it was first floor. They like set it up, we like our house on a big bank, and I think they had to set it up like really far, like very flat to get it to work. So, but yeah, I felt bad because it was it was the second painting crew and they hadn't been to the house yet. So but we're so uh, fragile i i know and we do dumb things yeah. like we're, we're one ladder slip away <laughs> it did make me laugh though in the in the latter part of it because um they the make, yeah, they make us uh, watch a ladder training to use a ladder at school and it is the driest training you've ever seen in your life but then That's you see awful. a guy almost fall through your window and you're like i wonder if you saw a ladder training are
1: you ladder certified before you enter my home
2: um,
0: <laughs> did you watch that 20 minute youtube video
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are these things good these like like little training videos like i have to do these things at work about like everything from like hiv safety to like they
2: all seemingly were recorded in the early 90s too yeah
0: like i'm not paying attention
2: i'm just clicking through <laughs> like to
1: the next module
2: yeah click <laughs> to the next module yeah um <laughs> well i'm excited that even though no one is in maine we're going to talk about our main topic in a sense in a second um maine with an e because uh, i had the privilege of having thomas and meg here all summer in maine and so we're going to talk about that next okay so for our oh, main topic yes maine with an e Main likes to do that um we so this is our this is our third pod of the year, and in this new pot format which everyone paid attention to my email um, <laughs> is the thing I say all the time uh is about community, and so kind of the broad thing is we're talking about like what communities you've been inhabiting and engaging with um and the second i knew thomas and meg were gonna do this this summer i was like i'm totally gonna have them on the podcast before they go and then of course they left but frank luckily we still get them before they they travel away again leave the country again um so this is a this is a thomas and meg specific question um but jim you've also been to maine so you can answer this as well i've been to maine yes that's right (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) it's
2: <laughs> but I wanted to just start with our icebreaker question, which is just what were your favorite observations of Maine? Because I like I like the outside perspective from time to time. So let's start with that. Just like what did you guys uh, enjoy noticing in your in your three months? Two months It was two months. Yeah. Nine weeks.
3: Um, for me, it was the suspension of like every like instinct for how to pronounce a word, <laughs> like. <laughs> This town looks like an Italian word. It's not pronounced that way whatsoever. And so it's just like, and once I started learning all the little quirks, I was like, okay, it's not the first instinct. It's this other thing. And then you could like kind of maybe make it work. Like there was a, there was a town called T-O-P-S-H-A-M. And I went for weeks saying this name wrong until I was corrected. It's topsum, And then we were crossing the border when we did a trip to Nova Scotia and you cross through um, Arista County, which is also another word that doesn't exactly pronounce the way it looks. And there's a a border town on the frontier there that's spelled C-A-L-A-I-S. And I was just like, suspend everything. No book learning. How would you pronounce this? Callous. And so that's when I kind of like, I was like, I'm I'm one of them now. <laughs> there it. you go. I
0: got it. So is, that, that, is that a is that a French word? And then we're we're like mispronouncing it or we're not pronouncing it like the French? I think so. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
1: The other and one that, I, I like is M- Madrid, but it's Madred.
2: Madred. Yeah. yeah. That one I think mainers play up a little bit more. I legitimately didn't know callus could be pronounced any other way. Like Someone told me that, I don't know, in probably my 20s. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, no, 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 sir. <laughs> it's Gallus. <laughs> that's wrong. Are
0: you are you goofing about the Madrid thing? No,
3: that's okay. a real thing. That's real. They pretty messed Madrid. up.
2: <laughs> and it, it's... It's kind of near Mexico, Maine, which is just Mexico, Maine, but it's how it, Mexico is. It's comical that there's a Mexico, Maine. Yeah, on our way back from com-
1: Vermont, we drove through South China, Maine. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> what? China Lake is lovely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: huh. Is there a Chinese popu- like community in Maine? In South China, Maine? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, among the Chinese restaurants in Maine, <laughs> there's a Chinese population, but that's about
0: it. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. What a what a beautiful land. What were your <laughs> what were your observations, Meg?
1: Other other than probably like mostly it's mostly white people walking
0: around. Yeah.
1: Um, that was definitely different from where we were coming from. But other than that, honestly, everyone was so freaking nice, like kind, nice. I was lucky enough to spend time at a ceramic studio and. um rent a shelf there for a couple of weeks and i was there almost almost every day because i wasn't working and um everybody there was so friendly so nice all different ages they were like giving me some of their stuff to, like without even like mm. of course i would never ask or anything They're like oh i see you're throwing this you should definitely use this here take it for the month like all these like very kind form things and it was such a fun community new community to be involved with and they were really into um like all the wild and native clays that were around the area and and trying to bring awareness to that and do workshops, oh. bringing other people into it. Yeah, I was sad oh. to because they were kicking off really when I was leaving. But mm. um, everybody who either worked there or rented there or took classes there couldn't have been sweeter, better, nicer. And mm. I would say the same with where we were staying and everyone in your family feels it's all it was very much like all cut from the same kind cloth we felt we were like floating the entire time it was crazy
0: oh it's very very sweet
2: it was awesome meanwhile (laughs) i they're not seeing it from the end where they're like oh my god there are cool people here they're young Uh, keep them (laughs) There was a town newsletter.
3: We were all keeping track. Yeah. <laughs> stay nice to them. People stay nice. Right, it's like a headshots of us. <laughs> yeah. Waved to by a lot of strangers. Yeah,
0: you got waved to by strangers
3: all the time. This one guy, huh. Jim. So we lived on a road called Lincoln Ave and it dead ends on a stretch of the farm. But there was these people who were always in their backyard, in their garage. And mm-hmm. inevitably, if we were b- bike riding by or walking by, they'd always be waving at us. And at first, we we're like, "These people are up to no good. Like, why are they waving? <laughs> at us? Like, are they trying to and play like some behavior going on?" Mm-hmm.
2: You know,
3: that's just the attitude. Just everyone. A lot of waves. Do you guys
2: notice that when I'm in Maine, I wave to every person I pass? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You have to. The, it's
0: the rule. I don't do it
2: in other places, but in Maine.
3: <laughs> and I then I the it. chin, the chin.
2: It's always yeah, the chin down. Yeah down no up down yeah
0: is that what you've told me yeah there's there's a main like not yeah yeah
2: it's not up it's down
0: yeah it's It's down down. it's very subtle um um i have several follow-up questions for the for the clay thing one how clean was the studio
1: it was it was new so it was very clean
0: like where people the studio i go to i'm learning is like pretty dirty i bet i I, bet
1: it's so it can be dirty so fast
0: yeah, but I guess, like, some places, like, there's, like, some places are just, like, really intense about, like, making sure you're, like, wiping everything down because, like, the, like, silica or whatever. it's yeah, bad the,
1: for you. It's literally a health hazard. You got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would mop. I mopped there every single time I was there, which was almost everything. Oh,
0: you're every good. Day. Yeah. You're good clay citizen i don't Um, i
1: don't oh my god the the thought that some sort of mess would ever come back to me i would never sleep again
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just the the fear of the shame of being yeah
1: shame is very powerful
0: (laughs) shame is power yeah yes um my my follow-up question (laughs) or my other question um what's your favorite clay tool
1: oh that's oh i feel like i'm taking like a 17 magazine personality <laughs> quiz which pottery tool <laughs> are you? <laughs> um, That's a great question. I would say I have like a mud tools rib that's like the blue one and it's small and it's like semi hard but not too hard. I love mm. that one. And then the other one I love is probably just my just the wire. Okay. The wire is just like indispensable and I'm like mm. I'm always looking for it. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. I don't have anything fancy because I'm not that skilled yet, is the problem. So like I don't have mm-hmm. any cool shit other than the poker to make this stuff for the little colander, but mm-hmm. other than that. You guys are the
2: only you and Jim Mega are the only two uh people I know who are like super into clay right now. I'm very curious how many of our listeners are
1: I bet there's clay a bunch.
2: heads. I bet there is. But Absolutely. It's not it's Blood distant puppies. from it's distant from my set of hobbies. So you
1: know, Get it's in time there. Time-consuming,
2: and it I used also, to be. It was a real loss. The place Meg went to literally used to be at the bottom of my. Street I would have been all. We over missed it by like a month. Oh, I shoot. know.
1: I know. <laughs> that was bad.
2: So, Jim, when you visited Maine, you're very much in a vacation context, mm-hmm. and then Thomas and Meg, Meg, yours was probably yours was definitely vacation, in it was Thomas vacation land. Yes, was kind of work. So, like for you, Thomas, like how did the Yeah. How did it, did it feel very vacation landy or did you feel like you were actually doing some work in vacation land? What did it feel
3: like? It's a blend of things. Like, I know for me, the entire summer was like to learn to do something. And so I was always just trying to reorganize my day to maximize the learning. Be like, um, Christian was the name of the farmer we lived with. Be like, Christian, how's your day shaping up? Like, what time might we end up going to make cheese or... Executing some phase of the cheese making process. And then like when he would tell me, be like, okay, great, like I'm gonna go do this stuff beforehand, just to like knock out all of my own responsibilities for work and just like catching up with people and doing other stuff that grocery shopping, etc. And so for me, it was like all about that. Yeah. But it, that in itself is also kind of I don't know, kind of learning something and submitting yourself to learning something can be relaxing. Plus, we spent right. so much time like walking around and I know we saw Megan's aunt and uncle a bunch. We took several trips. Like I think I mentioned the one in Nova Scotia. We went to Acadia the last week I was there. We went to Moosehead Lake or I went to Moosehead Lake. Um, Lots of day trips to see little towns. So it was good. It was a nice blend of things. But yeah, for me, it was mostly like trying to maximize the time I had to learn this thing within nine weeks. And it's always like hard to know. How much time you need to learn something if you've never done it before or like i don't know christian didn't really give me any detail about what we'd be doing before <laughs> and yeah. so i was just like okay <laughs> i'm gonna show up and hope this works out and it did it worked out amazing like it ended up being way better than we could have possibly expected well that's
2: i mean i i obviously been talking to you for months about you guys coming up and i It's interesting. I never had just thought about it as like moving to a place to learn something, which is kind of an interesting way to absorb a place. I don't think I've ever actually done that. I'm supposed people who like move to do a new job, it's like kind of that, but that's,
0: but yours is very. What about college or?
2: What? No, no, no! I'm saying in adult life, real life. You know, when they're at the end of BC, they're like, "You're about to go to real life," and it's like, well,
0: "What are we been doing this whole time?" We need to, we need to read. That should not be the terminology. All no, I was truly what? thinking post college. This is a post college pod, Jim.
2: Come on, we've done eighty okay. episodes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, as always, Jim's poking holes in my arguments, but uh, <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. But I think, um, yeah, to some degree it wasn't, was it at all about trying to also see what life was like outside of the city or, uh, yeah, like what, you don't have to do percentages, but like kind of what was driving you there
3: versus the learning piece. That was a big part of it. That was a huge part of it. Um, Yeah, it was like, I don't know if there's percentages because I think all these things are kind of tied together. It's like the place you live has something to say about like your needs, your needs you know have a cost tied to them costs or jobs right like it was all kind of like mixed together um but that was a big part of it like i don't know when we started talking phil like i'm trying to remember when their first conversation was probably like june of 2022 yeah i think we were we were talking about like oh we need to change and that's when we were initially talked about like oh and this maybe jim is where you remember rhode island like We were going to do like three cities. We're going to do Providence and then maybe like Richmond, Virginia, just like getting a, a, a blast of places. Um, But yeah, I don't know. For me, it was always like all of it was tied together and it just felt like the perfect way to thread a bunch of stuff that we've been wanting to do. Like I wanted to do something different professionally for a little bit. I'd also wanted to encourage us to look at a different place to live. And then I just wanted Megan to take some time off from a really stressful job. So it all was like kind of tied together.
2: What about for you, Meg? Like, uh, did you go into the summer with like, this is vacation mindset? Or were you also sort of looking for the pieces that maybe you weren't getting in a city environment or in the environment that you're specifically coming from?
1: I think it was probably a pretty even mix of both. I knew I was going to be not working for about nine weeks. And that was like an exciting thing to get used to. Uh, I've worked. I've always worked. I've worked, you know, since I was 12, I worked in college. I, you know, I've always had a job. I've never taken time off to to take time off. And so Thomas was so nice and even brought up the idea. It's something I would, when your head's like, when you're bobbing for apples, you're not like Hmm. actually thinking about anything. So it was nice to like actually have some clarity and be like, oh yeah, that's, Okay, you're right. I probably should take some time off and, and take a little break. And it, it's been like, I'm so built for this. I could do this forever. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, are you bored? I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. This is the best. Um, I do love my job and the kind of work I do. And I'm going to be doing it again in like, you know, four weeks or so. Um but I'm, I'm so grateful to, for having this time. So I knew it was going to be kind of exploring how that feels and and filling it with hopefully being like, either whether it's creative or productive or seeing friends and family. um, And then also hopefully being able to aptly support my husband who's trying something new while still working a full time job and kind of navigating. Okay, is this going to be easy for him? Is this gonna be hard for him? Is he going to be energized by it? Is he gonna be drained by it? Um. And kind of going from there. But luckily, I mean, it was like the best case scenario for for everything. So um, we just ended up having a, a absolutely lovely time.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the piece of community that I kind of wanted to tie to with like a broader brush of sort of, um, yeah, how do you find place, but also like job and uh, community around you where you're not so exhausted that you can't enjoy the place you're living in? but that also you're not so distant that you're not connected to the people that you love and care about like that to me is the real like brainbuster of our time right where um the thing i'm really curious about is i i have the immense privilege of having like a very clear ancestral home right like it's been in the family for 11 generations it's massive you know and that's just a thing a lot of people don't have. And so um, to me, what is really difficult and why I think it was super simple for Kay and I to ultimately live 10 minutes from where I grew up is because it has all of those pieces. Um, But I'll be honest, like if, if my job wasn't something that I truly enjoyed, like even for, even for us, there might be temptations to move because Catherine doesn't necessarily always have the same community there. So, yeah, I don't know. Jim, do you feel like for you, you've kind of hit it in San Francisco right now where you can like enjoy life there, your people are there and you're not so drained? But, like, do you feel like you're
0: hitting it? And that's... Um, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm hitting it in like new and like, like we're never fully satisfied as like human beings. I don't know. Um, Like, I think that this is really nice, but as like listening to you, I was thinking about like, cause you know like the out here folks all the time are like oh like i like i like it for now but it's like so expensive that i won't be able to like reasonably do it it's like something that people say all the time um, and so like when chris and i started dating we we're talking about like oh like it just we're both from the midwest it'll make sense for us to like move back to the midwest but then on other days we're like oh well we just like it out here so much so why not just stay but there are like i love i love 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 california um but there are like I do miss certain cultural elements of the Midwest and even like new England that aren't really at play here. Like, um, people, I mean, the most like reductive way to put it, like folks are just so like chill and like, like relaxed out here that it can lead to like, kind of like airheadedness, like seemingly like a little airheady or like just, um, and I kind of miss the like, like grittier, like more like, practical like rooted um places that people seem to be coming from in um new england and in chicago but so yeah but so there's that there's that that i kind of miss. but like in neither chicago or uh, boston like there is nothing like nothing compares to the queer community here in san francisco that's like so phenomenal and like i feel so like seen and like comfortable like expressing that part of myself um Versus like Chris and I were in Chicago um, last May and or May 2022. And um, we're just like taking the CTA and like I just like had my arm around him on the in the train car. It just felt like a little bit like like no one was like staring at me or anything. But it, I was like I because I, I wasn't seeing like other gay people like gayness the way that like you just see it everywhere in San Francisco. Uh, I felt like a little bit uncomfy and was kind of like, oh, like should I be doing this? Like, I don't know. Um, and like, yeah, right. Yeah. So there are parts of myself that I feel like comfortable with. And there are other parts of myself that I feel like are like not as uh, like I'm not exploring or not like flexing, if that makes sense. They're kind of like, they're still there. They're just like resting. I, mm-hmm. um, right. But I liked what you said about the like, um, like making sure that you can enjoy the place that you're at. Cause especially like since the pandemic, like going back to work, I've been like frustrated sometimes. Cause like I work five days a week, like in um, on site. And so sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, I'm just commuting and like being at a job, and not even like I live in this gorge, Like we live right next to Golden Gate Park. It's like, stun, like everything about this, like I find like really, really beautiful. And it's like, okay, I'm not even like in the place that I mm-hmm. like, like pay rent for. Um, so that I, that was poignant too. I didn't have a greater point. I don't think. But
2: no, no, no. I, I appreciate all that, do you, Thomas and Meg. Do you? Like, do you guys think like your Vermont part of the journey is to like to continue to search for the ingredients, or are you just still on the mission to learn how to make cheese?
1: <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, probably. I mean, Thomas is going to be doing certainly the latter part. He's going to be making a ton, a ton of different
2: cheeses. <laughs> they, they can't stop this guy from making they can't cheese.
1: They won't. They won't let him.
0: <laughs>
1: Have you seen Breaking Bad? They won't let him stop.
0: But... Oh no! What's in this but... cheese? <laughs>
1: But um, there, we're we're kind of realizing as our our work schedules are starting to materialize a little bit, we're like, oh, we probably won't see each other that much actually while we're there. So it's going to be more of like I think more of more mostly searching for those pieces to see what we what we like, um, and um, trying something new, learning a new skill, and trying to figure out what what all that means in a new place.
2: Yeah. I mean, it just feels like uh, I I hate to sort of like use you guys as an example, but like I have been nerdily so interested in everything you guys are doing. And I think it's like so awesome that you're trying new stuff because I really think about it. Like I have wondered if people we went to college with are kind of faced with these choices now, right? Where there's like the sort of play the play the game, run the rat race to try to, because a lot of folks are from, you know, suburbs and cities and things like that. Um, I did not meet a lot of rural folks when I went to BC. I don't know if you guys knew people from rural places, but I met almost none. Like, and I told people 5,000 people lived in my town. they like, spit take. Um, so it feels like you either run the rat race or there's like a leap of faith choice where it's like you go someplace that, is really new but how you do that when all of our lives are so calculated like it's just is really complex um but it's funny i remember i raised this to judd uh when i was visiting him in the city and he was like i also know a lot of people that just like they love the rat race they're just like yeah cool i like i love working this hard job and then buying this expensive house in the suburbs and like it's my jam like i have a pool it's great Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's funny like i don't begrudge any choice that people make um but i think it's very uh it's got me thinking a lot about even like why i live in the place that i live in that's why i brought up the ancestral home piece because that kind of like that is probably what was driving my decisions more than anything like there's just a clear sense of home and it's more affordable than if i had been born in brooklyn
3: massachusetts for example Mm -hmm. I, I think of It is just exposure to something like, I don't know. It's like I grew up in a very suburban place to parents who came from one of the three largest cities in the world. Like it was like education and like, you know, some sort of like professional pursuit was like all I knew. I went to a preparatory high school, like a Jesuit school, Boston college. Like I know Jim also went to a Jesuit high school, but like it was, all I knew um and I think a lot of it is if it's all you know it's hard to imagine any other possibilities and I think part of you know getting older is just to like willfully expose yourself to things that you otherwise wouldn't and to see if you like them it's just like I don't know just a bunch of hypotheses you put out there and you test them in the best way you can with as little disruption as possible to your life as much as we can right now like I think Megan and I are in a really unique position. Where we Megan could quit her job. We had a friend as good as Phil and there was a place for us to stay. And we didn't have kids or a mortgage. Or a car. You know, currently our debt is suspended until October <laughs> <laughs> uh, to pay back. Um so I don't know, really just taking advantage of that and like trying to expose ourselves to something and imagine it um as much as possible. So that was kind of it
0: i want to say that it is effed up that we like need <laughs> that you need to like fit the exposure experimenting into like the 20 minutes a day you freaking get to yourself i think this whole capitalist system no seriously to, no to be torn we're, we're
1: seriously it, nodding
0: it's <laughs> oppressive it's, nodding. Like, it's so so effed.
1: it makes it so, so you can't do anything else but just the yeah exactly It's crazy. The
2: the thing to me, I think I really started to pay attention to it when we started to look for a home and we thought we were so smart. Like, I mean, we obviously weren't predicting the pandemic, but we had already had this plan. Even when the pandemic hit that we were going to end our lease in June of 2020, we were going to move into my parents for two months and we were going to like buy a house before the next school year. And like by July, we were like, we're going to be living with my parents for a while. Cause like, and Central Maine is so much more affordable than so many other places. And for that to even be getting crazy, that was when I was like, oh my, like this, what is this system going to do to our generation? Because it's like, who is going to be able to afford a home in a place that they grew up, basically?
1: Like- we were just talking about that. Uh, I don't like know anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So that's why I go back to the leap of faith thing where it's like, I mean, we joked all summer about the, the friend commune thing, you know, and, mm. it's, but it's also like, who gets to be the person who's like, yeah, we're going to pick the friend commune closer to where I grew up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult, but then I, I, yeah, I really wonder how many people, and then, you know, of course there's always, you could just rent longer, but yeah. So it's just been interesting to watch folks, like, start to want to buy, start to want to have kids. The economy is making it impossible. And then, if you don't love what you do at that current moment, then it feels like it really gets those questions rolling. Definitely. Yeah.
0: So, I give you guys what's, what's tonic- it all for? Why, why am I doing something that I hate to, like, you know, just stay alive? I yeah. guess because you have to, but. Yeah. <laughs> and that's
1: well, I'm because this this is kind of Thomas's brainchild. In a, like, this is something where I, I was never gonna be. I was never gonna come up for air, ever.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was pretty desperate.
1: Yeah, and so for I
3: literally had bars on all of our windows. We lived in the ground floor apartment in Brooklyn. Like, I felt literally imprisoned. <laughs> I was desperate. So, so for so... him to
1: be able to successfully communicate that and. Also for oh, me oh, to listen, it was like it was like, it's a combination yeah. of things, of course. But, um, mm. but yeah, I'm I'm even grateful for even having that that thought because I I don't know I actually don't really know that many other people that have are doing this, but I'm really happy to be doing it. It's so fun yeah. and exciting. It's scary, but it's good. It's great.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And at the right time, that was you did it in just in time. If you did this when we were like it would be horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well,
2: I had a lot more questions, but I actually like that note to end on, at least for that subject, unless uh people have other thoughts on that one. I was going to ask you things like, uh, you know, what would you fix about, like rural versus urban setting? Like, yeah, just, but that's that's a nice point to end on, that you guys are trying it and you're learning a ton from it. And it's very unique that you get to try it, but it's also super awesome that you are i've learned a lot just from watching you guys like again when Catherine was uh and is still sort of looking for the right job like our house is old and it needs lots of work you know there's totally been moments this summer where yeah i think you guys just got us thinking about like what is the right mix of ingredients since um so yeah that that was just that was just pretty nice So let's close with a little, what are we trying on for size? Um, maybe the more trivial things, because obviously Thomas and Meg are trying massive life decisions on for <laughs> size, but um, Vermont. Uh, <laughs> they're trying to <Yeah>. Vermont, <laughs> an entire state. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Meg, what are you trying on for size?
1: Um, I am, I feel like trying on more than Thomas, the um, I- Italian language. Mm. We took classes um when we were in Brooklyn on the Upper East Side for a few months. What was it, July to like May or something? Yeah. Um, and that was really great. And we were like, oh, we'll it's just self-study now. And then we <laughs> <laughs> just haven't at all. Um we listen to I listen to some podcasts sometimes, but it's hard. And I need to pass a language exam in order to get citizenship through through thomas so um it's and we're leaving for Italy tomorrow um so it'll be a a nice cold plunge of oh crap i didn't i did not prepare um are you
2: taking it literally on this trip
1: no no No, 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 okay oh god you better study that'll be a waste (laughs) of money no i will i will prepare um hardcore when that when that exam date nears but um you only have to pass with like a 55%, but ah. I I would like to do better than that, obviously. So, um, but yeah, that's what I've been trying on and we'll continue to try on probably for the next know, year or so.
2: Yeah. Get that 55. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Get that 55.
2: <laughs> Thomas, what are you
3: trying to emphasize? I'll say all the other stuff, um, I guess like we're both maybe doing this a little bit, but we're trying on being the movie snob of our dreams. We subscribed to a uh, Criterion Collection Ooh. and we've been watching a lot of good stuff. It's been really fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Did that? Oh, um
0: I went to see the Barbie movie. I mean, I don't like I'm I'm not really trying these things on. I'm just like adding them to my closet um and worrying about the credit card bill later. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How that adds to the metaphor. Um, but I went to see the Barbie movie and loved it. Um, that was very fun. I haven't yet seen Oppenheimer. Uh, I have been listening to the Boy Genius record. The record so, so much. And um, I get teary-eyed every time I listen to Leonard Cohen. It's so good. Just it's- even thinking about it. Um, I also cried during the Barbie movie. I've been crying a lot. <laughs> oh, there you go. Trying tears on for size. <laughs> yeah, um but but good tears I think. Um and list, uh this uh I've been trying on another like clothes themed um podcast. Oh. But I, but I'm not. It's not cheating. I don't know. Um, I was just gonna say, what's <laughs>
2: happening here?
0: <laughs> are you breaking up with me? <laughs> it's called articles of interest. Okay. I don't know if you listened to this. Um, it's just about clothes. They're like four seasons, but they had the creator um, and like main producer um, on on. Uh, You're wrong about.
2: Um, mm. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Podcast I like. Um, and the You're Wrong About episode, I highly, highly recommend. Uh, they, so they do a deep dive into preppy, preppiness. Um, mm-hmm. And like like where that idea, like where that style came from and how it's like kind of come to like, like you know, we don't really say preppy anymore. Uh, right. because like now preppy means like so many different things. Um, like even like the puffer vest is like kind of preppy, but like that. So it's, I don't know. It was interesting. Um, but but yeah, that podcast is good. And oh, and I wanted to, when we were gonna record sooner, it was gonna be right after I'd just seen um, Lana Del Rey. Oh. Mego, Lana, I always think of you when I think of Lana Del Rey. Wow. This, only because I remember like the summer of 2012, um, you like called me on the phone and like Lana Del Rey had just played on SNL. And you we were got- and you like you called me and it was just like is like this Lana Del Rey person like what do we think and, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I was a like, weird I
1: performance I still remember she sang video games it was very yeah. weird
0: yeah that's kind people- of a thing yeah um yeah she's very kooky she uh, covered Stand By Your Man which I thought was
1: oh interesting
0: weird because she kind of has yeah um someone who I was going with uh, someone who I was at the concert with Maybe I won't name because maybe they're embarrassed about this uh, Got a little teary eyed Themselves oh. at, the, at the concert
1: Yeah I wanted to
0: <laughs> A lot of crying uh, Um. yeah So all those things it's been a good nice. Good summer Yeah. Um, How much you feel? I haven't been trying on too much I'm always
2: a little bit Late with TV shows so I'm just trying On the bear for size And Same. super love it Um, I can't watch it with Kay because there's too many people yelling, so she's out. But uh, I actually kind of like that I have a show that I'm just watching by myself. The last one I had was The Wire, which I rewatched in the pandemic. So uh, it's been nice to have that back. And then uh, I'm reading Michael Lewis's book, Premonition, the one on the pandemic, um, which I I haven't read a book from his in a while. And yeah, great writer. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely successful guy, not a bad writer. <laughs> but uh, the premonition is very good and it's also got me... It very, it actually, I think, intersects with education too, where it's just like a really old government infrastructure is just going to slowly kill us all. Um, unless we wake cool. up and see it. <laughs> yep. So that's what I'm trying to emphasize. Uh, looming dread. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that uh, episode 80, a trailblazing episode. Four <laughs> people in the, in the booth. Um, we're on a
0: trail? Now we're on a trail.
2: <laughs> trail, ground, water. <laughs> we find each Something other eventually helps. for our friend commune uh, location to be chosen later. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys both for coming on. Really appreciate it. What a very sweet
3: thank treat. Thank you. nice. Hmm.
0: We love you so much. I love you so much. I love love
1: you so much. Oh, don't let me start. More tears to come if we yeah. talk about <laughs> it.